Hello. We have started a new series that shall discuss about the religious policies of successive Mughal emperors in India. The reason for choosing this topic is that to this day it remains a very contentious issue in the Indian political arena. Claims and counterclaims over whether the Mughals were secular or communal, terms that are essentially modern, have led to the significant galvanization and polarization of the Indian society with catastrophic consequences for the future generation. Hence, we decided that the best thing to do in this scenario is to unravel the mysteries concerning the Mughal emperors and their attitude towards different religious sects. Now, before we start, we need to make the backdrop very clear. Who were the Mughals? The first question. The Mughals were the descendants of Timur and Changiz Khan, two of the greatest warriors of Asia. To understand how the Mughal emperors functioned and ruled during this stay in India, we need to fathom what were the propelling ideological impulses that drove successive Timuri rulers in Central Asia or in India towards the particular course of action that they chose for themselves. So no discussion could be worthwhile if it doesn't take into account the most illustrious figure of the dynasty himself, Timur. Now Timur, Timur was bloodthirsty, he was a ruthless conqueror, he killed lakhs and lakhs of people, we all know that. Right, we all know that. He has been described as one of the most ruthless and daring conquerors the human history has ever witnessed. However, there was another side to Timur's rule and his legacy. That was his policy of religious broad-mindedness. Yes, Timur never ever evinced any narrow or sectarian outlook. Timur himself claiming legitimacy from the great Khan Genghis Khan revered and respected the Yasa or the laws laid down by Genghis Khan to an almost absurd extent. He was ready to modify the Sharia, he was ready to go against the Islamic holy law, but under no circumstances was he ready to abandon the Yasa. And one of the most fundamental injunctions of the Yasa is to treat all religions in an equal manner and not to discriminate between one and the another. Therefore, what we find in Central Asia, Transoxiana, during the rule of Timur and his successors was that a very liberal religious atmosphere pervaded the place. Thus, we see Christian, Christians and other non-Muslims taking part in the battle on Timur's side. They were highly prized soldiers, military commanders, gunners of the Timurid armies. And we also see as a, almost as a corollary to it that there was an efflorescence of arts 
in Central Asia during the rule of Timur and his successors. His rule, Timur's rule, has been regarded by many a historian as the last great age of Persian cultural efflorescence. Now, painting, fine arts, music, and such other artistic forms are anathema to the Islamic Orthodox elements, right? We all know that. Nonetheless, in Transoxiana, in Central Asia, what we find is that there was an unparalleled and unprecedented efflorescence and outburst of such cultural activities which would later on shape the policies and the practices of the successive Mughal emperors in India. Also, should be mentioned in this connection is a stream of Islamic ideology that was rapidly gaining strength during that time. There was a school of thought championed by Ibn Arabi and his doctrine of Bahadat ul Wajud that claimed mystical unity between the creator and the created world. Timur's successors like Sultan Shahrukh patronized poets and scholars belonging to that school. The most notable was Jami himself. So what the picture that we get from all these discussions is that although successive Timurid kings and emperors often posed themselves as champions of Islam and as great Muslim kings, Nonetheless, the facts remain different. The atmosphere at Transoxiana was very liberal and even other in other places where they held their sway, like in Khurasan or in parts of Western Asia, as long as the Timurid emperors held the, held the power, the religious atmosphere was much more liberal as compared to the time when they were not in power, right? So this brings us to the religious atmosphere in which Babur was born and in which he grew up. Now coming back to Babur, 